Albuquerque. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. All of Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center. WSB. Depend on it. Now, Jamie Dupree with the latest breaking news from our nation's capital. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. On this huge debate day, Jamie Dupree is out at the Reagan Library today. And uh, how are you, sir? All right, Sean, we're in uh, the news media filing center here, which is basically a tent that they have set up in the parking lot outside of the Reagan Library. You're stuck in the parking lot. Now, don't you like it better when it's a Fox debate and your buddy Sean Hannity offers to bring you inside and hook you up and take care of you? Yeah, it, it hasn't worked out that way here. We're definitely sort of, uh, and not only that, when I got to the, the little parking area that they had for the news media, I got there at 7 a.m. this morning, and there were only about 15 spaces left. I don't know where everybody else was going to go, but this will oh. get done. It's sort of an interesting stage, actually, that they built inside. Uh, the, the plane that was used as Air Force One by President Reagan is inside the library, and they built the stage up so that the plane is right there at eye level along with the candidates as the backdrop. So that's what you'll see. There won't be many people in there. You remember the debate in Cleveland? It was held in the arena where the, the basketball the Cavaliers play there in Cleveland, and there were several thousand people there. We're told there's only going to be about 500 people at this debate, so there won't be a lot of applause or a lot of hooting and hollering behind the candidates. So uh, the, several of them have been here doing their walkthroughs in the last little while and throughout the afternoon. and. Obviously, they're all uh, trying to figure out with their own staff and their own advisors whether you want to go in and go on the attack or do you want to go in and use tonight's debate and the, and the exposure to try to get out your own message. I'm not sure there's a right answer, but we'll see who comes out the better for this debate at the end. As I've been going through today, in my opinion, I think Trump understands what he's, what he's up against. And if I would have picked the perfect moment for him to try and duplicate, I would say it was the moment that he had with Jorge Ramos, where he was a little funny and self-deprecating and substantive. And and uh, it was he actually, I think, won that debate on substance. And uh, what we see in the in the early news today is that apparently Jake Tapper and others, they want the candidates to fight tonight. That's their big plan for the night. Well, I would think, look, if you go back and look at the debate, the, the first one uh, that was done by Fox News, they certainly tried to roll as many grenades out there as they could. They tried to get Marco Rubio and Jeb Bush to fight and say bad things about each other. They tried to get uh, all kinds of candidates to go after Donald Trump. They tried to start a little battle, and they were successful between Rand Paul and Chris Christie. So I think you will see more of that. And, and the issue for a number of these Republicans is, will you take that bait or will you back up? And say, you know what, I don't want to, you know, he can, Donald Trump can say whatever he wants. I want to talk about what I want to do. And, you know, there were several examples of that in the first debate. I remember when uh, John Kasich didn't want to take the bait about Trump. And Marco Rubio you know, tried to sidestep that and get around it and, and talk about his own stuff. So there will be that opportunity tonight. I don't think you should be uh, uh, surprised in any way that the CNN people will try to spur a little more than just a debate. Yeah, well, I think it's I think they're going to try very hard to do exactly what you said. Um, I think there's the other factor. Hugh Hewitt, who I've known a long time, has had moments with Trump and Carson in interviews. Uh, the so-called gotcha questions or the Jeopardy questions, or do you know who the leader of this country is or that country or what the difference between a, a Shia and a Sunni is? And I would expect stuff like that. Now, if I had to guess, Rand Paul is, is telegraphed. He's coming out with both barrels blaring against Trump. I think the questions that are going to be brought to Trump are very, very simple. And number one is, is Donald Trump a flip-flopper? Is he a politician? Uh, what are his views on substantive issues? How did and when did he become a conservative? 
Um, I think it's very straightforward where their attacks are. Is he a flip-flopper, a fake conservative? Uh, is he himself a politician who played both sides? How would you answer that? No, listen, I mean, just look at the uh, the ads that were rolled out yesterday by the group Club for Growth. I mean, they're hitting on those same points. They argue that Trump has held a number of uh, uh, and holds a number of policy positions that are at odds with most in the Republican Party. And I, I do think we'll hear a lot of that tonight. Now, Remember, when Rand Paul tried to get on that in the first debate, it didn't work. He, he didn't get much traction with that, and he certainly didn't uh, jump up in the polls after that debate or anything like that. So it, just because you can go on the attack against Trump doesn't mean that it's going to work. So far, nothing has really worked that any of these candidates have tried. I mean, Jeb Bush has tried that same route uh, to argue that Trump is not based as a conservative. Carly Fiorina has tried that as well. Almost everyone has tried that. So... We'll see whether or not we see any threads tonight of something that will work. I still wonder if the old attack advertisement is the surest way to get after Trump. Uh, you know, as we talked about yesterday, if you don't get on the air and respond to ads, sometimes they can define you before you know it. Uh, I think you're right. I think all the issues there are going to be very transparent. And uh, I think we know it's going to happen. If I had to guess, it's going to be Rand and it's going to be Jeb and it's probably going to be Carly. I doubt Ben Carson. I doubt John Kasich. I doubt Marco Rubio uh, are going to really be engaged. Maybe Chris Christie, you know, but I doubt it. I, I think it's really going to be Carly, Jeb, and Rand that go after him the hardest. I know Ted Cruz isn't going down that road. He's, he's been up front and saying he, he abides by the 11th commandment. Well, and, and that's fine. Uh, the thing is, for Ted Cruz right now, is that he's just sort of stuck there at 6 7% in most polls. And, you know, you can you can say you're not going to go after anybody else, but sooner or later, the, the urge to win also could take over at some point for Ted Cruz. And you're not going to win if you're just going to play nice with Donald Trump at this point in time. Yeah. So uh, tell me what the atmosphere is like out there. 500 seats, I, that seems to me minuscule. Now, I've been in the Reagan Library. I know where the former Air Force One plane is. It's a pretty magnificent library. I mean, one of the nicest ones I've ever been to. Yeah, no, and the view off to the side of the hills is just amazing from here and everything. So, yeah, they, if you, it's hard to um, describe on the, on, the, on the radio. You have to see it. But imagine the plane. Well, they built the stage up so that the stage is at the same level as basically is where you would walk into the plane. So it's about 40, 45 feet up off the ground. As somebody joked here in the press room, hopefully we will not have an earthquake during the GOP debate or something like that. Uh, you know, look, the anticipation... I think everybody knows that this is a big deal. Yeah, it's a debate, and there'll be some people out there, oh, geez, I don't want to listen to this almost three hours. A football game, are you kidding? That's way too long. But we've seen how much this field has been shaped and winnowed just by that first debate, and I would assume that there will be winners and losers out of tonight's debate. I mean, uh, the, the four people who are in the pre-debate, they're having just all kinds of trouble getting any sort of traction. Even some of the people who are on the main stage are having difficulty getting traction. I mean, you mentioned some of those names a few minutes ago, like a Chris Christie and a Rand Paul. Nothing has worked for them so far. I mean, what if Rand Paul comes out guns a-blazing tonight and it doesn't really matter? I mean, I think there's legitimate, you know, questions being raised about his own candidacy. We'll have to see if he can get that moving tonight. Well, I think that, and I think the person that probably is the one to watch out for at this moment more than any other is, how's Dr. Benjamin Carson going to do tonight? And he's been doing so well. 
You know, he was uh, he really didn't have that much to say and, and was not involved in most of the Trump stuff last time. And I, I just don't sense that he's going to get involved in that this time around, even though he, they may try to bait him into it or anything like that. I think part of his allure for some people is the fact that not only is he not a politician, but he's sort of a relaxed kind of guy who does not get into the name calling and more. Uh, but he has definitely come up now. Can he? I, I think, in a sense, he is one of those that needs to use tonight to introduce himself to uh, many American voters who may have only heard of his name but don't really know much about him. And that gets into the issue of what kind of question do you get? I mean, there's the other thing here that's at work, Sean. What if you do get one of those gotcha type of questions on foreign policy? How do you respond to it? You know, Donald Trump is so good at just sort of, uh, uh, you know, telling the questioner or the reporter, oh, come on, that's stupid stuff. You know, what are you talking about? And moving on. Others are not so good at the way they deal with that. And tonight, if you get something from left field, how you handle that may be more important than what you say. I think that's all true as well. I would expect uh, big numbers tonight in terms of people watching the debate. And and, uh, the early debate starts, what, at 6? Yes, the first one uh, will run for about 90 minutes or so. And really, for those four, that's a heck of a lot of time. They'll get a lot more airtime than the main 11 on the main stage. But there won't be as much attention paid to them, possibly, simply because Look, it's it's the uh, of the four at the bottom. Only Rick Santorum has polled above one percent in any of the last five polls, and he got to two. So you're talking about four it's people. Amazing, that have considering how well he did in the last. In the last run, isn't it? No, I just think he's been boxed out this time. Uh, there, there's just not as much room for him. Uh, Ted Cruz has taken some of that support. You know, think about it. Santorum was a survivor, a low-budget survivor four years ago who managed to make himself into the, 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 the sort of the opposition of Mitt Romney. He was the last man standing. This time there's been a lot, a lot more candidates and a lot of people with, a, a, you know, a much better appeal, I think, than for him. Frankly, I think there's some people who wonder how long he can go on. How did they do the ticketing of this event? Do you know? Yeah, each uh, each campaign got a certain amount, uh, amount of tickets, and then some went, obviously, to the California State Republican Party and other bigwigs around here. So I don't think it's... I would uh, doubt that there's too many just sort of average people. It's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, some supporters of, of each candidate and, and everything like that. you're going to like be in that. a tent in the parking lot. Yeah, we don't. That's the one thing about these debates. It, it almost seems sort of silly to come to cover them in a sense because you uh, you do not get in to see treatment. everything. Now, when I'm there, you've got to admit, I mean, I'm, I'm I take care of you, Jamie. Anything you need? Would you like to come back with me? Would you like to eat at the at the Fox table? I'm like, I'm, I'm looking to take care of you. Though the good thing is, Sean, is that you do you watch it on TV like everybody else. And I do think that that is very important. No, that's good, too. I I actually agree with you, and that's how I watch debates, whether I'm there or not. I don't go out in the crowd. You're right. You tend to get lost. You see it a a very different perspective. I mean, even if there's 5,000 or 10,000 people in a room, that's nice. But it's the people on television that are going to decide the winners and losers of that debate. Now, it's interesting, uh, speaking of the debate and and choices that had to be made, yesterday when I talked to you, the Senate was going to have this vote related again to the Iran nuclear deal, and there were two Republicans who did not vote on that second opportunity to vote on that, and they were two of the GOP hopefuls running for president. Lindsey Graham and Rand Paul left town evidently early in D.C., and so they missed the vote yesterday, would not have made a difference. The Republicans still did not have the 60 votes that were there. I would assume that that, the Iran nuclear clear deal uh, will be one of the things that will be brought up tonight. Tonight's debate will focus more on foreign policy 
And, you know, look, uh, there's not as many differences, probably, when it comes to foreign policy. But here's the question. I think Will, there's one big difference. Trump saying be, we should take their oil. Yeah, and, and also I think, you know, will anybody push Trump the, uh, on some of his foreign policy ideas? I mean, he was going to give a speech yesterday on the battleship Iowa that supposedly was going to be a big national defense speech. Um, there, there wasn't much to it. It was just sort of, you know, 35,000 feet type things from Trump. So we'll see whether or not we get into any more details for him tonight. I wonder if they'll get into Planned Parenthood and shutting down the government, because my guess is everybody on that stage would probably say we should defund it. And if it means a you and I both know there's never a real government shutdown, but uh, what they what they define as a government shutdown, I think Republicans should stand firm, send a budget that would continue the government up and operating. And if they do that, I think uh, then it becomes the president's decision. Well, I think there is one candidate who would not agree with that. That is Donald Trump. I mean, he has said that he is he is not for fully defunding Planned Parenthood. Yeah, but he did say all abortion services, all finances for that would be gone. Okay, but that's not the same thing as totally defunding Planned Parenthood. No, no, I totally agree. But at one point, I think he did say he would defund it. I don't remember fully and completely here. All well, right, I, I, here's I, your, I, I want your prediction. Who's going to fight the most? Well, I think Rand Paul's going to try to fight the most. I'm not sure that it really happens that way. I, I just, I'm not convinced that Carly Fiorina is going to go in there and be uh, a big-time battler with Donald Trump. I think it's mainly going to be Rand Paul, and then I'll pull out a long shot and say that Chris Christie has to mix it up some tonight, or else he really starts to become just sort of a non-point of the conversation. Yeah. All right, Jamie Dupree out at the Reagan Library today. Unfortunately, CNN dumped him outside in a tent somewhere. When the Fox News Channel hosts the debate, I'd make sure that Jamie is well taken care of. Uh, I'm sorry you're in a tent. Want me to send an In-N-Out burger to you? I'll be, that'd be good. I'll be fine. I'll talk you to you tomorrow. Do you ever have an In-N-Out burger? It's the, it get oh, double, it's the best. I love it there. Yes, absolutely. double-double and a shake and, and fries that are freshly made right there on the premises. It's amazing. Uh, all right, Jamie. We'll be watching tonight. Thank you. All right. See you, buddy. All right. Full coverage Hannity tonight as the debate ends 10 Eastern. You can tune right over to us for the best debate post coverage. And uh, we'll be doing a special live 1 a.m. edition tonight as well. So we hope you'll uh, tune in for that. 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free uh, telephone number if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Listen, September's a great month to open curtains, let some light into your life and your home, and you don't have to worry that it's going to feel like a furnace at this time of year, and that makes it the perfect time to get the new roller shades from Blinds.com. Now, roller shades, they're stylish, they're easy, and at Blinds.com you get the best prices, better than any store that you'd ever get. They have them with three different levels of openness or privacy. They have their solar roller shades, their light filtering roller shades, and their blackout shades. Now, the solar roller shades let you enjoy a view to the outdoors while protecting your furniture, the floors from damaging UV rays. The light filtering shades give you privacy, but still the light comes into your room. It's a great way to add color to family rooms, home offices, and bedrooms. And the blackout roller shades, great for not only patterns and colors, but it blocks out all the light. For example, if you have a media room you like to watch football in in the football season, or maybe a bedroom or a nursery for the baby, it's just perfect. And at Blinds.com, you always get free design consultation. You get free color samples, free expert advice, and they'll even uh, give you a free consultation if you fire up your webcam, your iPhone, your iPad. Roller shades, the best way to let lights in this fall at your house uh, go to blinds.com, start saving on roller shades today, and their prices crush the prices you'll find in stores. Blinds.com.
America's presidential election insider. Hannity is on right now. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.